It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, RingCentral makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Simpler communications. What's going on in the Marvels Nation? I am one half of your host, Preston Luce, sitting across the table from me, the one, the only Matt Beamer. How's it going? What's going on, dude? Oh, nothing much, man. Still stressed out. Getting less stressed out about this house thing, but we're, the finish line is near. Hey, man, it's, everything's... Look Look at my hat. Look, it says, life is good. Life or, is I'm good. I'm pointing the wrong way, actually. It's okay. It's, it's all right. But life is good. You're stressing or, out too much, man. What's wrong? I, well, it's just buying a house. I know. I know the feeling. And we're getting there. We've, we're one step closer. We did our one of our final walkthroughs yesterday, and we close on the 7th. That's moving pretty fast. It is fast, but it, it, the move will save us a lot of money in rent. I mean, that's that's no no HOA, right? Yeah, there's an HOA, but... Oh, there is? It's not much. What, are you opening a beer over there? Yeah, man. <laughs> I, figure, I figure today's a good day to have a beer while we do the show. <laughs> nice ice-cold Miller Lite per Brad Kozlowski. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Um, I found out this morning that I'm not as out of shape as I thought I was. Well, that's always a good feeling to have, especially the older you get. Well, I had a hockey game last night at like 9.45. That's a late hockey. I had one once at 11. I have before too, but Miserable yeah. how the Ice Palace does that from time to time. I mean, it was, it was whatever. I mean, we destroyed the other team. Well, that's good. So, I... I got out the first shift and like I was really slow and you know my buddy Brian he was like oh Brian Stone yeah he's oh, like the winner of last week's yes the winner of good. last week's how did giveaway. he uh, how did he like that well he he was kind of in shock as well when I was like he's like how in the world did that happen 
He's, I was like, did you listen? Did he listen to the episode and see how yeah. we did it? Wow, I don't but know. When I had told him before, I said, "Look, dude, it was randomized." Like, and like, even my buddy Maples was like, "How in the world does it even happen?" I was like, "Dude, I don't even know." I promise, it was randomized the entire time. That was fun. It was the craziest thing more, ever. More giveaways to come. My our Mike Brunell. Yeah, he he gave me a bunch of his old Jeff Gordon stuff. There's some nice stuff in there. Jeff Gordon stuff is always cool. And. I think we might use some of that for giveaways. If people are interested, maybe put it back together. Mm-hmm. Wh- whatever I don't want, other people could have. Yeah. But a lot of old vintage stuff in there. I'll let you take a look at it after the show. Oh, I'd love to look at it. But, uh, yeah, everything else going well? Everything's good, man. You know, work's great. Life is great. Good. This podcast is great, as always. People are asking me about the podcast. I had a buddy, I had a, an old friend I ran into last night, and he said, hey, you know, he's asking me how life's going. And he says, how's the podcast going, man? I said, it's good. You know, we have a, a steady amount of people that listen every week, but, you know, we're it's we're getting there. I feel know? like we are. We can't rush it. You know, no, no. Good things they come. You know, collapse it in upon itself. No. You know, That's what I feel. Yeah. So everything's going well. Good, man. That's awesome to hear. So we got a good show in for everybody today. We're getting closer to the green flag dropping on track activity for NASCAR at Daytona. Yeah. A few more months away from Formula One and IndyCar. IndyCar. NHRA starting next week as well, along with the Bush Clash. So I didn't really get to catch too much of the Rolex 24 this past weekend, so don't ask me anything about it. I caught the last 30 minutes. I got a text or a notification saying... Catch the last 30 minutes of the race. So I turned it on, and I had no idea who was who. Mm-hmm. I was totally lost because I barely stuck up with it. Yeah. And then once I did and, and started getting into it, it just I was lost. It's been like... Like, who's the leader? Yeah. Because oh, you have... It looks like they had four types of competitors, four types of... Classes. classes yeah, I, I read there. about that this morning, actually. I saw that. And then... You had an overall leader, and mm-hmm. then you had leaders within the field of the classes. Yeah. It's just a lot going on at once, isn't it? You know? Yeah, it was. It was interesting. Don't get me wrong. It was very interesting, and something I have to just sit there and commit my time to. It's been like a tradition for me to watch. Usually, the Rolex 24 is kind of like the intro into yeah, it's motorsports like, season coming up. I really just turned it on just to listen to cars go around the track. Yeah, but That's I all I did. Totally just... I don't know what happened this year. Bypass it. Just don't. Didn't even watch it, man. I, I feel bad for not watching it. You know. No, don't feel bad because I barely watched it. I barely tried to keep up with it. I can't even tell you who won offhand. I. I mean, anytime I've always watched it, like like you said, I never really keep up with you know leaders or who's driving. I just there's cars going around on the track, so I'm watching anyways. You know, and when it's nighttime, it's really cool to watch. Right. So yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Congratulations to whoever won. I. Like I said, I know I can't even remember who yeah, won. Whoever you are, congratulations. Don't know your name, but shame, it's shame on us. A <laughs> weekly racing <laughs> podcast for not Terrible. knowing the race winner. God kind awful. of like kind of like when the guys I've worked asked you they asked you who won that NASCAR race and you just looked at them, duh. Well, it was a rough morning that morning. But that, I got that grilled. was towards the evening, actually. Was it? Yeah. We were washing trucks that morning, weren't we? Oh, we were cleaning yeah, out We were cleaning oh, out man. trucks. Yeah, I got roasted big time. Yeah, that was pretty. Way, that was pretty that. embarrassing. So, yeah. So, okay, moving on here. Let's just hop into the news and see what we got here. We got some big stories here. All right, you want to kick it off? Uh, yeah, Brendan gone, retiring after this season. He's going to race read, four races in the Cup Series. 
four plate races from yeah, what just I, four plate races. That's it. Last time he ran the plate race at Talladega, he went up and over. Yeah, he's he doesn't do too bad when he's in those plate races, though. You know, no, he's always up there. He, he knows what he's doing. He's been racing for quite a while. Yeah, the team is the team's good. Um, uh, what, Beard Motorsports. That's who it is. I was I had like a moment there. It was right in front of me, but I wasn't looking very well. But Beard Motorsports, they have like a uh, technical partnership with the uh, RCR. Oh, good. And uh, with the cars constructed by RCR and powered by ECR built engines. So, I mean, it's not terrible. You know, they know no. how to run. But I think they're usually just competing at those big tracks and that's it. You never really see them anywhere else. Yeah, so. absolutely. And and that's the thing with Brandon gone. I mean, I, I like watching him race. He's one of those fun guys to watch race, kind of one of those underdogs you like to cheer for. Mm-hmm. You know, never won a cup race, finished in the top 10 six times. Decently well, I'd say, in the... Xfinity over 10 years. He's only, he seems like he's been a part time driver his whole career. Yeah. 219 races over 10 years, one, two, 67 top tens. And then he's done the best in the truck races over 14 years, 217 races with eight wins. I mean, it's a long career, 23 years altogether. Yeah. Driving a NASCAR. That's a, that's, that's, that's pretty long. That's a long time. And, you know, we wish him the best of luck here and in the marbles. Yeah. But you know darn well as I do, just like what David Reagan's doing, the driver might retire, but do they really retire? Yeah, you know. <laughs> if, if, you're not, if you're not a Bobby Labonte or any, or Tony Stewart like that who still races, yeah. you, you don't really step away from the sport. Dale Jr. retired in 2017, mm-hmm. still races Xfinity from time to time. Yeah. In fact, I heard a rumor off topic, Jeff Gordon might be racing next year. Like, and in, racer in, too? in the Xfinity series. Whoa. Where? I don't it's just a rumor. I don't, okay. Yeah, I don't I know. Won't, I won't go too far there. Rumors. <laughs> but <laughs> I, mean, I, I got a little uplifting story for Pocono Raceway from Adam Stern. Okay. So the Pocono Raceway grandstand tickets are up well in the into the double digits versus last the last two NASCAR Cup Series races. I think with the experimental double header. I think that's paying off. It's gonna pay off. I think it will. I, I would, if I was still living in New York, I know I would take Friday off, go up there, spend the whole week and two days just watching NASCAR. Yeah. I think that'd be great. Bummer I'm not anymore, but I'm, I'm really excited to see what that will bring. Looking forward to that race. That's one of those big races circling on my calendar for that week. And, mm-hmm. But you got anything else? Well, I have a, st- I found the story out today. Uh, I think it's from a day ago, but. It's not a very uplifting story like yours was. <laughs> so you remember, you know how at Talladega they have the that big rig that drives around the track with yeah. the big American flag. Well, the guy that drives it, John Ray, passed away at 82. Oh, no. He's been doing it for a couple decades now. And he said it was just like a, a spur-of-the-moment thing. I was reading in an article that he just he decided just to drive the truck down the, the track one time, and then it became a... Tradition. A tradition. Are they going to keep the tradition alive at Talladega? I believe so. I think his son may be driving still. Well, that would be good. I mean, it would be great. That's one of those things at Talladega I'd love to go see just to... Because yeah. you see it on TV all the time. Yeah. Love to see that. It's cool. So, yeah, uh, passing away at the age of 82, unfortunately. You got anything else over there? Yeah. From Twitter, Bob... I'm I'm, I'm going to apologize right now if I butcher his name. <laughs> Pokerass? Bob Pockris. Pockris, thank you wow. so much. Again, Bob I, I deal with numbers. I don't do well with yeah. words and letters. <laughs> so NASCAR had a meeting with manufacturers, current and 
potential Ooh. to discuss the timeline for possibility of new engines in 2023. Did they any oh, electric sorry. any electrification is 2020 at the earliest. Oh. And that's the word that got me there. Electrification. Whoa. What are they going to do? Are they going to make them hybrid engines? I don't know. Where's the where's the music for that? The suspense. What oh. happened? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, see, there it is. That's <laughs> I I don't know. Wow, electrification. That's all he said was electrification. I don't know what that means. You know, you had me when you were talking there, you had me at potential future Right, potential manufacturers. manufacturers. That's what caught me first. It's like, ooh. You, you had know, me there, what, what, but then the electrification. It said electrification. I, I can only imagine what it would sound like with the cars in hybrid going around in a pace lap just I hate to laugh, but it's just so funny. It's so. I, I, I thought. I think it'd be funny. The first initial impression that everybody would be, "What is this?" Okay, so don't. All right, now, don't get me wrong. I'm all about helping the environment in some sorts of ways because, yes, I understand that we probably need to take care of Mother Earth, and whatnot. What well, we have but, to take care of the Earth. But I mean, I don't know. It would just wow. It would just be really odd. Yeah, but I, I said electrification. That can mean anything. Yeah. And again, we're not engineers. I don't know what yeah. electrification means. That's a broad statement. It can mean anything. Absolutely. <laughs> wow. I have you no. Really had me. I. That's a big story. I don't care what anybody says. That From is big. Potential manufacturer to electrification. That's huge. Very huge. And I'm using Donald Trump Trump hands right now. That's huge. Huge. Uh, you got anything else or? I got I mean, one there more. There wasn't really a whole lot I found out. Well, the news, the stories and stuff are starting. As the closer we get to the green flag dropping in Daytona, the more, the more and more starting to ha- happen. I see it now. But I found this from Twitter as well. NASCAR is going to be returning it to its original inclement weather policy. The race will be completed at the end of stage two or halfway, whichever comes first. Does it's it, different, but it's the same. It just always Sta- used to be just after stage two, right? Once they complete stage two. Well, it used to be after halfway. Well, I mean, before they, the stage racing, they, yeah. It, yeah, then they introduced stage racing, and they said after stage two, which was more than halfway through the race, which made perfect sense to me. Okay, find a place and do it. But now, I don't know why they're doing this. NASCAR is. Making one or the other befuddles me. One or the See, yeah, that's just, I don't know. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of gray area, I guess you could say. That's weird. That's all the news I've found. It's been quite quiet for the other series as far as uh, Indy and Formula One. Yeah. I mean, I, I tried to search anywhere and everything. There wasn't really a whole lot going on. And if you consider this news, Kyle Busch has uh, made a new energy drink well, called Rowdy. Whatever. I might try that. Sure. Are you going to get Rowdy on a weekend, too, at the race? Might as well. <laughs> it's half the fun of racing. Of course it is. Going to NASCAR races, getting Rowdy. We got awkward silence. Yeah, awkward silence there. You I got thought it. you were still talking. I looked down. No, I was at done. The computer. And <laughs> I, was, I was looking at something else because I do know that I have a hay, a little bit of a hay man. All right, we'll just hop right into week, the hay so. man. That was the news. That was that was the news. That Sorry was, about that. that was awkward the most silence, craziest everybody. awkward silence. I don't know why we did that. I want to. I want to. I want to explain to the fans. Never happens. You were talking, and I looked down. And I was going, looking I was at done. these comments still. After like 10 seconds, I looked up and just, Matt was just looking right at me. And I was like, I didn't know what to say. I th- what do you, how do you, this is how I felt 
the Christmas special when you didn't show up. You just I kept just, looking up. I just kept looking there. up, and no one was there. It's like, oh yeah, should have put that cardboard cutout of Kazaki. I should have just put him there and said, you know, it would have been nice to have the ad, eh, whatever. What do you let's, think, Brad? Let's, oh, just, let's go to you. Yeah, let's you just know? hop into the hey man. We're we're going down a rabbit hole here. Hey man. Hey, man. All right, what do you got for us, Preston, for Hey, Man? All right, so remember last week we talked about Dale Sr. and how people always like to comment that the sport died when he died. Right. I So as I'm going through this week, actually this morning, I like to search Facebook to see if we can ever find anything. Usually it's Twitter. That turns up some pretty good stuff too. But NASCAR on Fox, on their page, as it bookmarked, they have the question, who's ready? And it's... Like a small short video for the Daytona 500. Well, some lady by the name of Susie. Susie. Sorry, Susie. Comments saying, not really this stage racing I don't care for. And when Dale Sr. died, so did NASCAR. There it is again. Everybody everybody brings that up. Yeah. And so somebody replies, then why are you here? Fair statement. And where was it at? Yeah, stage racing's no good. Go back to the way it used to be, good old racing. Which makes uh, sense. I, yeah, I, I, I can, understand. I could live with or without the stage race, racing. Somebody named Jeb says, Susie, well then, you were never a real fan of NASCAR, just Dale Sr., so stop posting and watching then. Yeah. Hello. I mean, it makes sense. I, I would definitely agree with that. Somebody says, yet you're still commenting on a sport that you said died 19 years ago. You're irrelevant. Hey, man. I completely 100% agree. So. I don't know why people feel the need. If you're not a fan of the sport anymore, why go on fan pages, NASCAR on NBC or NASCAR on Fox, and make your voice be heard? Why I never post on there anyway. For one, I, I sound stupid, I feel, when I post. And then, two, if I posted something like she posted, I would just get a lot of backlash. Yeah. Because of it. I wouldn't do that it's just not my thing but people i don't know why people do that and feel like they have to post about that and that goes back to what we were saying last week if you were a dale Earnhardt fan and you're still a dale Earnhardt fan and you're no longer a fan of this sport well then don't watch it yeah don't ruin it for me because you your driver unfortunately passed away yeah unfortunate circumstances you know nothing we're not bagging on anybody no here. absolutely not but don't don't ruin it for me you know, I'm looking forward to the Daytona 500. Heck, I'll be there. In the comments as well, there was another lady. And, like, I laughed when I saw it because I saw the comments after it. Her name was, I don't know how to say it. It looks like it's Rolene. Rolene. We're going to go like with that. Jolene, but Rolene oh, with cool. an R. Nice. So her comment was, it's a long one. I was so let down by the Daytona 500. The seating was terrible. It was very boring. They have a lake. <laughs> Listen to this. They have a lake up on whatever than the middle of the raceway, and they have a skier that goes up and down as the cars go round and round. But unless you're in the infield, it's just ridiculous. It was two years ago that we went, so I hope you have a good time. I hope you don't have the same situation we did. All right. What was her name? Rolene. All right, Rolene. I'm going to tell you one thing. That lake is named Lake Lloyd. And that lake built the turns in which Daytona sits upon. That's one. It's not just some lake, a random yeah. lake in the middle of a racetrack. <laughs> it is, but it isn't. There's a reason behind it. Two, I went to the Daytona 500 a year ago. Did I think about the seating? No. Did I think about the crowds? No. Did I think about any of this ridiculous 
BS that you just listed off. No, I went there because one, my wife got was nice enough to give me tickets for the race, and mm-hmm. again this year. Two, I enjoyed the history of this moment and how big of an awesome moment that this is on my bucket list to go to. And three, the racing was great. I enjoyed it immensely. Yeah. Any race I go to, it could be the boringest race. I think I'd have the best time ever. But especially Daytona and the history of that track and really where NASCAR's seeds were planted right down the road, maybe five miles at the Streamline Hotel. I made the pilgrimage there last year as well. So, hey, man. Don't go to the races. Don't support it. Don't watch it on TV. Don't comment on Facebook pages. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah, she... Somebody commented and said, were you, were you drunk when you typed this? Or And, of course, she had to respond back with, if you want to see a real race that is great, go to the Brickyard. That's an amazing race. Well, yeah, the Brickyard is an amazing race, too. Yeah, I, I Indianapolis never fails to produce some sort of drama in any event that it holds. Mm-hmm. So that was my hate, man. That's... All right. That's all I found, so, really. So that's a good one. I didn't find anything. I think, really, once the season starts, that's when it's going to ramp up with the hey man well, of segment. course people are people you know they think they know racing and they're we'll, we'll see all kinds of comments after um after you know, winter race decisions yeah. you know oh this team could have done this blah 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 we see plenty of that all the time well hindsight's always 2020 yeah and we are in the year 2020 so yeah it's true so we're gonna go from there and uh, you want to hit this debate you got a debate for us uh yeah all right Yeah. That is so cool. We got debate music music now. So, okay, I did it last week. You do it this week. So our debate this week, since we're going to be touching on the class of 2020, the Hall of Fame, which is being inducted this week coming up on Friday, I came across an article that talked about Dale Earnhardt Jr., and he's been retired since 2017. Okay, so three years, going on three years. So the article was talking about should Dale Jr. be inducted into the Hall of Fame next year? Okay. I would like to ask you the question. Do you think he should be inducted into the Hall of Fame next year? Dale Jr. is one of those guys who has a great love and passion for the sport, driving both on and off the track. Yeah. If you you could hear it in his podcast, he loves sitting down with old figures of the sport, anybody really who's involved in any aspect of the sport, sitting down and talking to them about the history of the sport and what makes it special. And he loves short track racing and he just loves this sport, bar none. Now, how would you define a Hall of Fame? I, I would go from there to say this. As a driver, how would you define a Hall of Fame career? Is it Jeff Gordon and four championships, three Daytona 500s, et cetera, et cetera? Jimmy Johnson with seven championships, obvious Hall of Fame ballot, seven championships and all of his accomplishments throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Or would you say someone who's never won a championship, are they worthy of a Hall of Fame ballot? I'd say, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm... I would define a Hall of Famer as, I mean, they don't even have to win championships. Just maybe somebody that was has been in the sport that has maybe had a huge impact on the sport yeah. and probably been around for a long time. Absolutely. Does, is, I think Dan Marino's in the NFL Hall of Fame. He's never won a Super Bowl. Now, I mean, yeah. So, And you don't have to necessarily be away from the sport to be introduced into the Hall of Fame. We got this year's class of Tony Stewart, Bobby Labonte, Joe Gibbs, who is still very much active in the sport. Yes. Buddy Baker and... Waldell Wilson. Waldell Wilson. Thank you. Again, butchering the name. Words kick my butt. Going into the Hall of Fame. And 
you know, I actually just brought this article up. I think this is one. There's no question. Uh, it's from FoxSports.com about regarding Dale Jr. There's no question that Dale Jr. will be voted into the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Well, yeah, there is no question. During his first year of eligibility. During, See, during his first year. So he's now eligible. Next year, he'll be eligible for the Hall yeah. of Fame. So they're saying people with less wins have gotten in. And, I, and he will. He's a good ambassador for the sport. He's a great commentator. I love listening to his commentation with NBC Sports. I don't see any reason whatsoever why he wouldn't be unanimously voted in. So you're thinking he could be voted in next year? Next year, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. What do you think? I don't know. I haven't really taken the time to look to see who all is in the Hall of Fame because I can't quite remember who all is there. I know the Hall of Fame hasn't been around for very long to begin with. I am in no way saying that he doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I just don't think he would be in the Hall of Fame next year. I mean, he could, but I personally don't think so. I think there could be other people out there that probably deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Now, when I looked at this article, which I did run into it on Facebook, and it was on NASCAR on NBC, and the article said Dale Jr. could make the next NASCAR Hall of Fame ballot. And boy... People were started commenting right away, and somebody by the name of Alan commented, "What has he done to get into the Hall of Fame? Just in just a below average driver." Whoa! No, he wasn't a below average driver. No, he driver. wasn't. I'd hate to just say his his career was played with injuries and concussions, which it was for the most part of his career, and didn't want to get out of the car. Still races from time to time, but he wasn't a subpar driver. Fans loved him. He was a good draw. Every time there was, he was cheered. It was half the fans booed, half the fans cheered, and mm-hmm. it was fun to watch. I booed him. I, I liked rooting against him because I didn't want to be a bandwagon jumper. I've seen him win a race, and it was it was amazing. I'm glad to see Dale Junior won the race. I don't think I ever got to see him win a race in person. I mean, I got close one time in Charlotte, and then he ran out of gas in turn three. Oh yeah, and final, then Kevin Harvick final lap. Went, there he goes, and everybody was like. The crowd, I have, I have never been to a NASCAR race, but the crowd was like, like you could just feel the energy. Everyone's like, oh my God, Dale Jr. is going to win. People are going crazy. Things are happening. And then he goes into turn three. He gets passed, and everybody just goes dead. Oh, yeah. I can imagine what that was like. But you know, <laughs> he wasn't a subpar driver for me. He was always a, a fun watch. I loved listening to his scanners. He was so mad all the time. He got... No, I, you know... And I, I liked watching him race. It just, it, it opens up a big debate. Not saying that he will never get into the Hall of Fame, but it's just a debate of how soon could he be voted in. Because as far as looking at comments on Facebook, a lot of people don't think he deserves to be in it right away. And I mean, I would love to hear from the fans of the show if they think he should be considered in his first year of eligibility of getting into the Hall of Fame, or if they think maybe it could wait a couple of years. You know, I would love to hear different people's opinions on it. You know, like, but like I said, now I'm going to reiterate on this. Here's my opinion: he should be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's a great ambassador for the sport. He great driver for two different major teams, and he he just loves the sport. He has a, such a passion for the sport, more so than any other driver I've ever seen, and more so than any commentator. I I, I like NBC Sports just because of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Right. I just listen to his passion when he, him and Kyle, when Kyle Larson was doing that slide job on I think it was Kyle Busch in Kansas a few years ago. Just him, just so excited to say slide job and. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to watch and and a lot of fun to listen to. I like NBC Sports for that, but I think he will be inducted into into the Hall of Fame, and I think he's well deserved to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I like I said, I, I Dale Jr. I have no problem with him. I'm not bagging on him. I think he's a great guy. 
And you look at it between the Cup and the Xfinity Series, he's got a total of 50 wins altogether and over 300 top 10s between both series. So he was a good driver at times. You know, everybody has a bad slump or whatnot, you know. I just, I don't think he will be voted in in his first year of eligibility. I'm not saying that he doesn't make the Hall of Fame. He will. He's Of course he's going to be in the Hall of Fame at some point. I just don't think it'll be right away. I mean, I'm sure that there could be other drivers that, you know, the uh, board or, you know, whoever votes on this whole stuff, I don't even know who votes on it to begin with, may vote other people in. But like you said, when Junior is calling races, he has got the passion for it, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, he is almost like Tony Romo calling NFL games, and Tony Romo kind of gives you that insight and background into right. certain things going on. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Just like I enjoy Jeff Gordon giving us insight on NASCAR on Fox. No way am I bagging on Dale Jr. I just I don't think he gets in on the first year of eligibility, but he will make the NASCAR Hall of Fame. But people just going in on Facebook on this whole topic now that he will be eligible next year. You know, somebody somebody even said, you know, what has he given back? I looked them up. Found nothing. He rode his dad's coattails. Lived off the name to make the money. How many championships has he has he won? Not even lower level championships. If you don't listen to his weekly or his podcast every week, yeah, and tell you what he doesn't give back, listen to that podcast, right? Exactly, because it is a fun podcast to listen to. It's been a very big inspiration to what we've done here in Into Marbles. I saw that, saw the passion he had, and if I could just squeeze out a tenth of that, we'd be very successful. Yeah, he's, he's got a great podcast. He brings on great, not only drivers, he brings in crew chiefs, team owners, everybody that you think of, and talks about this. He's had John Force on there. He loves racing. He's given back to this sport ten times what it's had. Yeah, he's a great guy. I just, I, it upsets me that there are people on here that are saying that he doesn't even deserve him to be in the Hall of Fame to begin with. He absolutely deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. But like I said, my debate was just, if you thought... He could get in in the first year or not. I say that he might not. If he does, good for him. That's cool. But I know he will get into the Hall of Fame at some point. I just, I'm sure there are other people that have been involved in the sport that probably get in as well. And I mean, I'm sure he's not, you know, he does, he probably won't rush whenever he gets into the Hall of Fame. He's not going to care when. You know? No, he will get in the Hall of Fame. And if yeah. he gets in this year, good on him. If he gets in four years from now, then he gets in four years from now. But I think he'll be inducted into the class of 2021. So that was my debate for this week. I mean, that's a good one. It was a good one. Like yeah. I said, it just it upsets me that these people are talking about him not doing anything in the sport. So it a little kind of drives me a little, makes me a little angry, you know? It does They're, to me too. And, and they make, some people make a point. Did he ride his dad's coattails? He probably had it somewhat easier than others. Yeah. Being an Earnhardt, being the son of Dale Earnhardt. He, he made the most of it, and he's won a number of races. No championships. You but. know what I think that, you know, what you know, when you talk about his dad, I think that some people, what it comes down to is, you know, how everybody always used to say, he's not like his dad. Like we talked about last week. Yeah, you're right. He's not like his dad. No, he doesn't have to be. He doesn't have to be, you know? Yeah, so what? He didn't win any championships. Big whoop, you know? Not everybody, we're not trying to replicate drivers here, you know? Just like when people try and say, Ooh, like we said last week, could Kyle Busch be the next Dale Earnhardt? Why are you trying to make him somebody that's not? Right. 100%. I agree. Well, that's a good debate. That's a good one. And I'm looking forward to Friday to go to see the introduction of the 2020 class. It's always been a kickoff, kind of my preseason 
official preseason right there is the Hall of Fame inductions. Yeah, so why don't we uh, go ahead and jump into that? Let's uh, let's talk about this Hall of Fame class of 2020. All right, yeah, it's a good one, very good one, with Bobby Labonte, Tony Stewart, Joe Gibbs, Waldell Wilson, and Buddy Baker. Right, so... Uh, and Wilson is only going to be the fourth crew chief inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And pulling them up and doing some research... He's a three-time Daytona 500 winner, crew chief, and in, or engine builder. Mm-hmm. So three t- three Daytona 500s. That's good. Yeah, I mean, one is great. Three is even better. And he's done it. He's worked for Hendrick Motorsports, Harry oh. Rayner, Rainier. I think it's Rainier. I think it's pronounced Rainier. All right. Again, I'm sorry. Yeah, all but, these funky names. Dri- yeah. <laughs> I know. So, in the drivers he's worked with, Bobby Allison, Mario Andretti, Buddy Baker, Jeffrey Bodine, A.J. Foyt, Junior Johnson, Fred Lorenzen, Kelly Arbroer, and Ricky Rudd. Those are some big names. Very big names in the sport. And just based on what I've read about him and the little research I've done about him, he's done a great job. He's worked his way up and received a Golden Wrench Award and by the NASCAR or North Carolina Stock Car Hall of Fame in 2006. You know, just sounds like he's well-deserving. Of course, Bobby Labonte's well-deserving. Great career. The first driver I've ever seen win a race was Bobby Labonte, 2000 Winston Cup champion. Mm-hmm. And then Tony Stewart, three-time champion. He definitely deserves it. But Tony Stewart hasn't doesn't have a Daytona 500. Is he worthy of the Hall of Fame? Yeah, yes. Bobby Labonte doesn't have a Daytona 500. Is he worthy of the Hall of Fame? Yeah. He is. <laughs> Not according to those people that commented commented on Dale Jr. Yeah, exactly, you know. Not at so, all. Now, the uh so yeah, Tony Stewart, Bobby Labonte, Waddell Wilson, Buddy Baker, and Joe what Gibbs. I really found fascinating, Joe Gibbs. So, five-time Cup Series champion as an owner, two-time Xfinity Series champion as an owner as well, three-time Daytona 500 champion as an owner since starting Joe Gibbs Racing in 1992. Also owned a team and the NHRA for six years, from 95 through 2000. Yeah, he did go drag racing, or gave yes. that a go. He also owns a motocross team, which yes, he started he does. in 2008. He does own a motocross team. What I know, I, what I know about mo- uh, motocross is nothing, but I know, I know he does own a team. Mm-hmm. So, and of course, also was the head coach for the Washington Redskins in the NFL. So, like Joe Gibbs is just an all around everywhere kind of guy yeah and he's a down-to-earth guy i'd really like to meet him he's sounds like a great guy to sit down and meet and i know my dad and uncle are big redskins fans and so mm-hmm. they know all about joe yeah. gibbs so during his first stint i want to talk real quick here during his first stint in the nfl he led the redskins to eight playoff appearances four nfc championship titles and three super bowl titles over 12 seasons and he's the only head coach to have won Super Bowls with three different starting quarterbacks, which leads us into this next thing that I saw. With his induction coming on Friday night into the NASCAR Hall of Fame, it is going to make Joe Gibbs the only person to be inducted into both the NASCAR and the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That's awesome. and As well as the only one to be both a Super Bowl and NASCAR Cup Series champion. Yep. How cool is that? You yeah. Know, Joe Gibbs all over the place, man. Yep, he is, and congratulations to all of the induct inductories inductees inductees. Thank you. Is it because of that beer over there? No, I've only had like a half, and <laughs> if I got buzzed and started slurring my speech on a half, I no, no. Yeah, 
Yeah, congratulations to all these guys. I mean, you know, all these guys with, <clears throat> excuse me, all these good, great stats. Tony Stewart, three-time Cup champion, 62 wins, 354 top 10s, and 21 poles across NASCAR's top three series in his 20-year career. Not only that, he raced a few double headers with Indy and right. the Coke 600 that same weekend, Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Bobby Labonte, 34 years of racing in NASCAR. That's a long career. That is. And combined top three series, total 32 wins, 563 top 10s, and 36 pulls. I mean, yeah. that's a lot of top 10s. That is a lot. He was a very consistent driver, fun to watch. Yeah. And something very cool I saw earlier as well uh, with Buddy Baker, who his real name is, I'm, I might butcher it, LZ Wiley Baker Jr. It sounded good. Yeah, I, I had to work on it a couple of times today okay. when I saw the name, and I was like, oh, you know, I don't know, I might butcher it, but born in Florence, South Carolina, and you yep. know, of course the son of Hall of Famer already, Buck Baker, Daytona 500 winner, Southern 500 winner, three-time World 600 winner, which is now the Coke 600, right? three-time Talladega winner, and a Bush Clash winner as well. And his victory at the Daytona 500 remains the fastest ever run with the average speed of 177.602 miles an hour. I think that was unrestricted too. Probably what, was. What year was that? I don't remember. I'd have to look it back up again because I took it down in my notes and guess what? I forgot to write what it's, year it was. Oh, it's okay. I feel like an idiot now. No, I don't feel like it. Probably idiot. got deleted or something because I had to keep saving every couple of times when I would take down notes just in case I didn't want to lose everything. I didn't want to get here and be like, oh, Matt, you know, I took notes down, but guess what? <laughs> Pen They're not pa- there anymore. Pen and paper is always going to trump uh, keep uh, computer when it comes to note taking. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to um, the uh, Hall of Fame. Yeah, Friday absolutely. night. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and hop into our final thoughts, and then we're going to do driver, driver or figure of the week. We're going to throw in a figure of the week too, because should all emphasis shouldn't be on the drivers. There are other figureheads that could be beneficial. So, yeah. White flag, white flag, white flag. One lap to go. One lap right here. All right. Figure of the week, driver of the week. Preston, what do you got? Oh, I'm going first. Well, wow. look at that. You put me right on the spot already. Right on the spot. So, uh, our figure of the week. I decided we go with Glenn Wood. Very good. Yeah. He, uh, him and his brother, Leonard Wood, are co-founders of the legendary Wood Brothers Racing Team, which was founded back in 1953. Won four races over an 11-year racing career. And in 1998, he was named one of NASCAR's 50 greatest drivers. He's also in the Virginia Sports Hall of Fame. And he was inducted into the Hall of Fame class in NASCAR of 2012. Another Hall of Famer. Yes, another Hall of Famer. But unfortunately, Mr. Glenn Wood left us on January 18th, 2019 after a battle with illness. Yep, I remember that. Yeah, terrible yeah, time. Terrible loss for the sport. He is missed. I know it's it's still Wood Brothers racing, regardless if he's there or not. And now they still have a bright future. They're still going. I mean, and they got a bright future, a bright twenty twenty ahead of them with Matt and Benedetto. Can't wait to see that. All right, for this week in auto racing, I picked something from nineteen sixty three, January twentieth, nineteen sixty three, and it was at the Riverside, California race parade, the road course where Dan Gurney outdueled A.J. Foyt to win that 500-mile NASCAR Grand National Series race. And the race took six hours to complete. That's a long time. That is a very long time. You know what so, that reminds me of? What does that remind you of? Darlington, a couple of years ago. I okay. wouldn't say a couple. It's got to be more than that. I think it was like the f- 
first or second throwback weekend. I remember it was like over a five hour race. It was like eighteen cautions. We're all like ready to get out of there. Like, I think I was still uh, living in this? New York at the time. Yeah, so we were like, uh, when's this uh when's this gonna end, you know? And we me and Brian went. And okay. we had a lot of people with us and uh we had this girl with us that went. She was her first race, and we got done. And when, as we were, like, sitting in traffic to get out, she says, never again am I going to go to one of these freaking races ever again. That's why you take a girl for or anybody to their first race to take them to the all-star race. Yeah. She- Short, sweet, it might, it might say, I could do a bit longer. Yeah, it was one of Brian's friends. She was like, he was like, so what would you think of the race? She's like, I mean, it wasn't bad, but I'm never coming ever again. This was way too long. And I was like, well, it's usually not ever this long. It's not, but, this <laughs> is know? way above average for a NASCAR <laughs> race. not right. <laughs> that was our final thoughts, driver or figure of the week in this state in NASCAR history. Preston, you have anything else before we wrap it up? I've got nothing else. All right, buddy. Thank you so much for listening this week to In the Marbles. Uh, Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And make sure to subscribe for us, to us on podcast platforms so you get updates on any future shows that we're, we have in the future. And also, Preston and I have In the Marble T-shirts still available for you guys for purchase. So just message us at inthemarbles at hotmail.com, and we'll definitely get one of those out to you if you so want to. For Matt Beamer... Preston Lude, thank you so much for listening. See you guys next week. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.